All right, welcome back, everyone. This is the Nine to Five Fitness Podcast. Matt and Sydney are back, ready to give you some more information on immune system boosting strategies. So, if you remember last week, we gave you nine immune system boosting strategies, and uh, I just wanted to expand a little bit more on uh, the strategy revolving around exercise. Now, I think I also mentioned that I was writing a more full-length article on this topic. Um, I did finish the article, so stay on the lookout, visit our website, and see if it is in our blog. Um, I don't know the exact publish date, but it should be coming out very soon. So um, either way, you can always go back and listen to last week's episode on immune system boosting strategies. Um, But today I just wanted to dive in a little bit more on the specifics of how exercise affects your immune system in a positive or potentially a negative way. So we'll look at both of those and um, we'll discuss uh, a specific theory that's out there that I think has been causing uh, some confusion. And I know I've heard uh, this before that depending on what kind of exercise you're doing, um, exercise can can have a negative effect on your immune system. Sydney, have you heard anything uh, revolving around how um, exercise can have a negative response on your immune system? Yeah, you know, I've heard a combo of things. I feel like people are very 50-50 on this. Like it's almost like an, they just consider their opinion rather than the science. Um, some people it's like, well, yeah, like, if you exercise, like, you're going to have better gut health, like, obviously, you're going to be, your body's going to be stronger and more equipped to fight off whatever's out there, COVID, I don't know, I don't know about COVID, (laughs) but, you know, and then the other side, people are like, uh, like, exercise is a form of stress, and stress can cause, you know, like, negative immune responses, and blah, 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 so. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right, I think there are Two, two sides of this. And so that's what I wanted to try to co- clarify a little bit um, by looking a little bit more into the research that I did present last week, but we didn't obviously talk about it in depth. Um, because yeah, we've obviously we know that exercise is beneficial for you. It provides a lot of great health benefits. It does make you stronger. Um, and there are some beneficial uh, ways that exercise can boost your immune system function. So um, with all the research that I've seen, um, what's being recommended is regular moderate exercise. And when we talk about moderate, that means exercising somewhere between like 70 and 75% of your VO2 max. Um, so just think like three quarters of your maximum uh, effort in terms of intensity. So uh, when you're working out that hard, no matter what activity you're doing, if it's affecting your um, cardiovascular performance, your heart performance, Um, That is a great way to help boost your immune system function. There's a few reasons why people think um, that this happens, Um, and it's been studied. And so some of the conclusions that have been uh, that that people have come to is that when you are exercising at those types of intensities, there tends to be an increased ability for um, your body to flush out bacteria when you're breathing. Um, your heart rate goes up, your breathing rate goes up, your body's ability to process and move oxygen, everything just kind of increases. So when that happens, uh, your body's a little bit better able to flush out 
um, or potentially remove bacteria a little bit quicker uh, if you were just kind of sitting on your couch doing nothing. Um, the next one is uh, when you work out, not only does your breathing rate increase, your blood flow increases as well, right? Your heart rate increases, your, your, your heart starts pumping faster, it starts pumping more blood throughout your body. Um, and when that happens, your immune cells that help you kind of fight off disease, they start circulating a lot more rapidly. So they're moving around a lot more. Um, and this can potentially lead to an earlier detection of an illness. Um, and this can happen for however long you're working out, but it can also ha happen for um, a few hours after you exercise. So potentially this immune system boosting detection process uh, can happen during and after you exercise. And the great thing about that as well is there's a cumulative effect. So if you're somebody that continues to work out on a daily basis, you can have this this detection of illness boost from your immune system um, every single every single day. Uh, so it kind of helps you know get things going and helps your body uh, be able to better recognize by circulating those immune cells a little bit faster with the increase in blood flow that happens when you exercise. So that's pretty cool. Um, another thing that does happen is your body's core temperature rises. Um, and when that happens, uh, that has potential to help uh, kind of restrict the growth of bacteria that might be in your body uh, that might potentially be harmful, um, which can help you kind of fight off infection a little bit better. Uh, so that's another thing that potentially um, may happen while you exercise. Uh, we also know that exercise helps reduce or lower the amount of inflammation in your body. Um, you know, and this isn't obviously not the inflammation that happens from muscle and tissue and joint um, joint issues, but just the general inflammation that may be in your body, you know, in your blood um, from a variety of different things. So, so there's uh, some of the reasons um, that people definitely promote moderate. Again, that's 70 to 75 percent, three quarters of your maximum intensity. Um, and we, we definitely, this is why, another reason why we encourage people to do it every day, because you can have that immune, immune system boosting benefit on a daily basis. So um, it's also been studied that uh, people that were participating in regular exercise every day at these moderate intensity rates, uh, they tended to have reduced number of sick days. So um, people that were studied over a 12 to 15 week period, if people that did exercise, versus people that don't, the people that did exercise on a regular basis, they didn't get sick as often. <laughs> um, so that's definitely one thing that you can uh, expect. Obviously, if you have you know a healthy lifestyle, you don't have any other complicating issues revolving around you, you should expect um, to have a better immune system once you start exercising on a more regular basis. Um, so those are the, some of the ways that exercise can help you uh, specifically help boost your immune system. Um, I think what we want to talk about now is um, the negative side. So, you know, what are people saying about how exercise can suppress your immune system? And the only thing that I found was there's a lot of um, research that's been done on athletes that are or that require a significant amount of training volume and frequency. So um, this is kind of what, I, kind of why I wanted to ask you, Sydney, about 
your experience uh, training, uh, endurance training specifically, um, or any training that you'd experienced, if you ran into this maybe personally or with people that you knew. Um, but a lot of the studies were looking at athletes that worked out at higher intensities, so above 75% of their VL2 max for more than 90 minutes and, uh, you know, had to do this on a repetitive basis. Maybe not every day, but definitely multiple times per week. So I was just curious if you observed any athletes out there or for yourself that kind of ran into this problem where um, they seemed to be, even though they were working out hard and they were, you know, really in shape, but they had some issues, you know, kind of feeling kind of sick, not all the time, but ran into it a little bit more frequently, maybe. Yeah, you know, I think for myself, I definitely was more sick with more frequency when I was in college um, and training, of course. But it's hard for me to say if it was caused because of the training, just because, you know, with college, like comes so many other things like the late nights, the stress from school, um, you know, all of that kind of stuff like lowers your immune system. So I'm not sure if that had a play in it, too. But I can say that I was sick all the time in college. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like a lot of my friends on the team were sick a lot, too. So I I don't know. Maybe they were also stressed from school and other things like that. But maybe it was also just because we were pushing our bodies to extremes all the time. And, you know, that stress played a role. Yeah, and that's one thing that we obviously have to look at as well, especially if you're thinking, oh, no, I'm never going to do, you know, intense exercise ever because I don't want to get sick. Well, that's not the point. Obviously, there's a lot of other factors that are in play when it comes to your immune system being lower um, or more susceptible to illness. Obviously, there's, you know, if there's no illness around, then, yeah, you're not going to get sick. But um, since it's really difficult to avoid illness. We want to make sure that your immune system is stronger. And if you can avoid certain levels of exercise or intensity, um, either make sure that your body is well equipped before you do it, or make sure that you're, you know, taking care of all those other things. Like you said, in Sydney, being in college, like, yeah, you're not going to have a regular great sleep schedule more often. You're probably not going to have the healthiest diet. You're probably going to be a little bit more stressed out in different ways. So, and obviously, all those things can affect your immune system as well. So, um, but on the exercise standpoint, specifically the high intensity exercise, it has been um, studied that if you're doing longer bouts of high intensity endurance activity, um, there is potential to have a lower immune system function for up to seventy-two to hour, for up to seventy-two hours after that exercise. So, um, again, this is high intensity endurance exercise lasting for an hour and a half which most people aren't doing (laughs) i would say that the regular regular populations are not working out at high intensities for more than an hour and a half i mean that is very true and the great news is is you don't need to be working out like that to achieve good health so it's not even necessary to do that so if you don't need to do it maybe avoid that risk yeah, I mean, again, like I've, I did that. Let's see, I probably did that twice last year, and that was only because it was part of my marathon training. And um, other than that, there's no way I would have 
I would never work out that hard <laughs> for that long. Um, even on even on my even on the mountain bike rides that I go on, where I'm climbing a mountain, that's still only like 20, 30 minutes, and the rest is downhill. So it's not high intensity for an hour and a half. Um, so you know, take take some um, take some time to you know think about whether or not you actually participate in any exercise or activity that is high intensity for more than an hour and a half. And the odds are. You probably aren't doing that very much, which means uh, that's not an excuse for you to avoid intense exercise because you think it's going to lower your immune system. Most people aren't doing uh, that long and that high-intensity exercise on a regular basis. But if you are, just keep in mind that uh, potentially if you're not taking care of those other aspects of your health, sleep, diet, um, stress-related things, you could be potentially... Uh, in a weakened immune state for up to 72 hours. And uh, they, the, the people that have been studying this have called it the open window theory. Have you heard, heard that before, Sydney? No, but I like it. Yeah, so it's, it's more so like a period of time after you do that exercise where um, people have, have noticed a suppressed immune system response. Um, and specifically, uh, a lot of endurance athletes may feel like they have uh, some sort of upper rep- respiratory tract infection. So they might feel like, oh, am I getting a cold? Oh, you know, am I getting the flu? Well, well, it's just kind of a weakened immune system response for up to 12 hours afterwards. And they start to feel these sensations like they're starting to get sick. And it's just because um, their immune system was was lowered because of the intense amount of activity that they had. Um, the only way that I can kind of, yeah, the only thing I can relate that to is, is post-marathon. Uh, my post-marathon or after certain training runs I did for the marathon, where obviously I was exhausted, but, you know, you kind of, you kind of just feel like, you just feel not so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, so, that's crazy. Yeah. Actually, like, I feel like I experienced that all the time in college. Like, I can't tell you how often I felt like I was on the brink of getting sick and didn't actually get sick. That happened to me so much. So maybe that's what was happening. Yeah, it's a pretty high likelihood that that was potentially what was going on with you, especially if um, it was happening on a regular basis. Because you know, most of the, most people, most adults, you, know, you probably get two or three bouts of some kind of illness throughout the year, where you actually, you know, you get some kind of you know virus, you get sick, and then you know you're got two weeks to recover, and then you feel better again. Um, but yeah, it's been studied that in athletic populations specifically and people that are doing high endurance, high intensity activity on a regular basis, yeah, you kind of tend to feel that way sometimes. So obviously it doesn't happen with everybody, um, but it, it, is, it is quite common. So anyway, just wanted to throw that out there just to make sure that for those of you that are exercising um, at high intensities for more than 90 minutes on a given day, potentially you could be experiencing um, a suppressed immune system. So you just want to be a little bit more careful, make sure you're getting enough rest, make sure you're, you know, not involved doing other things that involve, um, you know, high stress activity, Uh, make sure you have a a good clean diet and then taking, you know, rest periods. Obviously you don't want to do, you know, 90 minutes of high intensity activity every day that would break you down in more ways than just your immune system. 
But for those of us that aren't doing that, which is at least my assumption, most people, um, you probably don't need to worry about exercise reducing your immune system. If anything, it's going to help you. Uh, and it will help you as much as you are accomplishing it. So if you're doing it more regularly, then you're going to have a boosted immune system more regularly. Um, so I encourage you, don't worry about um, suppress, you know, unless you have an actual um, compromised immune system, obviously we want to make sure that you talk to your doctor so you're not doing something that's going to put you at risk. Uh, for lowering your immune system further. So if you have any concerns about your medical condition, obviously go speak to your doctor first. But for um, anybody else that's in good health and isn't really worried about any other health complications, you can um, be confident in the fact that participating in regular daily moderate to light exercise is going to help your immune system um, and not cause you to have any type of immune uh, suppressing response. Now, last point real quick, just wanted to go over this because it does kind of go in line with the topic that we're discussing. If you are sick, should you exercise? Um, have you heard anything about this particular subject, Sydney? Uh, I haven't <laughs> heard the science on it, but I kind of follow the rule of take my rest. <laughs> yes, obviously, if you're not feeling good, it's good to rest as much as possible. Um, there are a few things that could help you. Again, if, if exercise is going to help boost your immune system a little bit, if you're not feeling terrible, um, obviously, obviously you should avoid intense exercise. Uh, you know, we've all heard the stories of professional athletes who have the flu, you know, Michael Jordan goes out and plays a basketball game with the flu, you know, other, some other athlete goes out and plays, you know, their event with whatever illness, like we've heard that before, but you know. <laughs> use, <laughs> use good use good judgment and you know get some rest and get well before you start pushing yourself in that way again so try to avoid intense exercise because um, obviously number one that's that's going to continue to reduce your immune system it's not going to help um, generally speaking if you don't have a fever if you don't have you know muscle aches if you're not really tired you're probably okay doing light to moderate exercise. Obviously, you don't want to be in a situation where you're going to spread germs to other people. So just keep that in mind. But if you're just feeling a little off, generally speaking, it's still okay for you to participate in exercise. Just don't push it. Um, and then totally. I feel like it's important to remember too that there are different levels of exercise. Like no one says, you know, like you're recovering from sickness, you're feeling a little bit better. Oh, you have to go in the gym and like go lift your PR or whatever. Like just go for a walk and test the waters, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's going to help you, right? Unless you're just like super ill, then yeah, just rest and wait till you get over it. Uh, but if you're just feeling off or just feeling a little run down, like it's, it's going to make you feel better if you go out and do it and it will help your immune system. Um, so it's a good thing to do that. Um, so in general, just kind of, again, use common sense. If you, if you're feeling run down a little bit and you want to rest, great. Um, if you want to try to do a little bit of light activity, great. If you're feeling real bad, obviously don't try to push yourself. And if you are somebody that's involved in regular, strenuous, high intensity activity, uh, training for a marathon, training for a triathlon, whatever it may be that requires you to work out for more than an hour and a half at high intensities, 
just keep in mind that you should probably pay a little bit more attention to those other aspects, those other strategies that we mentioned in the podcast before to make sure that your immune system uh, stays strong and you're not putting yourself in a uh, suppressed uh, position where you might uh, be at a greater risk for getting sick. So that's my little spiel on exercise in the immune system. Again, look out for that article. Um, should be publishing soon. Go back, listen. I know there's a lot of information on the immune system that we talked about. So go back to last week's episode, uh, review those nine strategies, see if there's some things that you're doing well on. Maybe there's some other things that you could uh, potentially you know, do a little bit better at. And then you know, just keep trying to increase each of those things slowly. Uh, on a daily or weekly basis and guaranteed if you do those on a more regular basis your immune system will be stronger than if you weren't doing them so keep it up everyone stay safe and uh, we'll make sure to be back here next week to give you more great helpful practical health and fitness information until then we'll see you later see ya